This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required, points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Welcome along again uh, for the second show of the evening. Uh, you'll be pleased to know that me and Lou, neither of us have resigned. And as far as I know, neither of us are planning. Well, I'm not planning on it. I hope uh, I hope Lou's not. But of course, uh, <laughs> today, anything can happen. Also, congratulations to Norrie, uh, reaching the semi-final of Wimbledon, the men's singles. Well done, mate. Um, is it just me? Whenever I watch that intro that I've just done, I always think, what a waste of beer. 
know. <laughs> and then my second thought is, glad I'm not working there because everybody's coming up for another fight now. But uh, we are going to be looking at the Women's Euros, which is taking part starting tomorrow, in fact, over here in the good old uh, England. And uh, all I would ask you to do, a couple of things for me. First of all, if you could do that, if you do what it says there, subscribe, smash the likes and click the notifications. We're doing a load of watch-alongs for it, so you never want to miss one. Click the notifications. That would be absolutely brilliant. And again, I ask you this now often, if you can support the companies that support us, it is much appreciated. And these are those companies. Leicester lead again! The goals are flowing here now. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Indeed, they all support the uh, channel, free retro, especially with the women's Euros um, for your, well, whether you want club or country. I mean, this is one of uh, three retro shirts. They are proper ones. Admiral, do you remember? Ad I used to love the Admiral shirts. That <laughs> was the old, uh, the England, I've got one. It's where it's red. Paul Mariner, I remember scoring when Bobby, when Bobby Robson. Yeah, um, oh. The guy from Manchester, you know, he scored about after two minutes against um, France in the World Cup. Uh, it was probably Robson, wasn't it? And, um, he, uh, that's the tops they were wearing. I absolutely love them. And they were Admiral as well. Uh, Mike, good evening. Uh, is very much excited for this tournament for the right reasons. I hope you're Michael. You've got a girlfriend now. And as he said, also, congratulations to Cam Norrie. Indeed, sir. Well done to him. And... Uh, James Dunlop, good evening. Welcome back for coming. At least if um, if Cam Norris gets through to the final, of course, he will be English. And, of course, now that, obviously, Murray isn't winning, he's Scottish. When he won it, he was British, but, of course, now he's Scottish. <laughs> Let's uh, welcome my co-host in. Lou, you've not resigned, have you? You're still with us. No, I'm still with you for the time being, anyway. At least until January. <laughs> Dep depends whether I lie about any past yeah. relationships or not. <laughs> That's what exactly. it is. Um, I don't think I'm going to anyway. But um, yeah, what um, I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to this as well. And I've I've slowly grown into um, women's football. Um, I mean, obviously, Leicester getting promoted to the Premier League was a big plus. Uh, Doing the great escape, if you like, uh, was, was a bonus. Uh, we've got yeah. it next season. The manager is, is, is uh, Louise, is it Louise Bedford? Yeah. Yeah, she's signing right. a, a new extension to a contract. So it's all it's all going well uh, for, for, for the Leicester team. But just generally, I've been watching, I've been watching the women play. They've had a couple of friendlies recently. And I tell you what, they put the men to shame. Yeah, it's kind of like they're playing a different game in many ways because obviously the money in the women's game is just not there. And mm. sometimes I'm kind of glad of that because it's it does mean that these players are playing because they want to play. They want to play for the country. They're passionate about playing for the country and they need to be yeah. given the same respect, if not more respect, than the men's side because the men 
they don't get paid for playing for England, but obviously the sponsorships and everything else they get that come with it make up for not getting paid. And the women, you know, like I say, they, they're so passionate about playing football. You know, some of the things that they've had to go through to play football, I mean, it's very different now to when these players were kind of young girls. They had to play in boys' teams. There was no kind of path for them to get to the England squad. Now that's different and that's changed and that can only be, you know, for the good. Yeah, and like I say, it, it is getting more coverage. It needed, you know, a, a, a TV channel of some sort to come in and give it that coverage for it to sort of sort of expand, if you like. Uh, okay. I, and, I mean, I, 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 I pull Sky to bits a lot, obviously, with all their big six and their coverage of the men's game. But what I like that they've done is they've... They're not giving the sort of, you know, when they're doing the transfer windows, for example, there's not a separate one for the women and a separate one for the men. It's all on the same page. And that's what yeah. it should be like. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The, the men's game and the men's players, the managers have all got a hand in the women's game because they're the ones that can promote it. Yes. And, you know, the fact that all the top clubs in the Premier League have got women's sides. Man City's team play at the Etihad. They don't have a separate stadium. You know, they put mm. all the teams under that one Man City banner. And that can only, like I say, be good for the for the women's game. And football mm. in general, the more people yeah. you get involved in football, the more people fall in love with it, the better that is for both sides. Of course it is, of course. And I'm just looking here and I can't, um, which is typical, because I, I had a few technical problems. Let me just scroll down. Um... And no, it's refusing to show me. But I was just looking at some of... I was saying good evening to Kate, by the way. Welcome along. Um, uh, is your other half left, you? Has he gone out? Gone out now he's finished his show? <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Kate. hope you are well. I was looking at some of the grounds. And we sort of... Our first game tomorrow, when we're doing the watch-along for it, is from Old Trafford. And that's great. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think the final itself is going to be at Wembley, whoever that is between. I mean, yeah. and I, I was looking at it and... And I don't know whether I was being unfair or not, because I was looking at one of them is at Wigan and Lee's some recreation ground or something at Wigan and Lee. And you're thinking like, well, shouldn't it at least be at the, the Wigan Stadium? Yeah, there was um, a lot of kind of controversy about a couple of the venues mm. not being what you would expect at a European Championships. This is yeah. not, you know, a kind of qualifying tournament. This is the actual real deal. So, yeah, there was a lot of controversy about, like I say, some of the, of the venues. But the fact that they've got Old Trafford, the fact that the final is going to be at Wembley is huge for the women's game yeah. in this country. And those games are sold out. They're mm. already sold out. You know, they've been sold out for months and months. So I get it. But I also get it from the FA and UEFA's standpoint. The fact that having half empty grounds is never a good thing. My issue with it is if they put them in decent stadiums, they would have sold them out because they have done. I think so. They've sold out. They've sold out Old Trafford. Mm. Well, it's, no, not exactly. it's not exactly they've the smallest stadium, is it? You know? No, exactly. And you know, the success of this team could really be a catalyst. So the more people that get to go and actually experience it, mm. the better. Yes. They yeah. shouldn't have been in public stadiums. They shouldn't have been in the the, the few venues but they've just got to go with it now and just play the best they can and show the world what they can do, really. And, you know, you, I mean, I'm just, I've found them now. I'm just going down there. I mean, Brighton and Hove, it's at their 
their sort of Premier League ground, which is good. Yeah. London, uh, obviously Wembley Stadium, and in fairness, Brentford. You know, I mean, we're talking Premier League. You know, got to you look at. We can't look at Brentford now and go, oh, it's Brentford. They've got a pretty decent stadium now, uh, the Community yeah. Stadium. <laughs> Facilities wise, yes, because you have to have when you obviously come up to the Premier League. Size wise, that's obviously not the biggest stadium in London. No. And um, it could have been at Stamford Bridge, it could have been at, you know, any of those stadiums that are bigger. Yeah. But again, the fact that they're in a proper stadium, it's going to be on TV, it's all adding to what hopefully will be a big push for the women's game. Yes, yeah. And I, and I do got that in Rotherham, they've got the New York Stadium, Sheffield, it's Bramall Lane, uh, Southampton, yeah. it's St Mary's, uh, obviously we've got Trafford, I think it's the Wigan and Lee one, is the, it's Lee Sports Village, I think, which is the one I was thinking of. But I suppose at the end of the day, if, if you try and get a ticket and you can't because it's full, I suppose it is creating um, the... the, the, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's creating... Uh, uh, you know, or oh, I've missed out, I must get booked the next round or something like that. Yeah. And also, you know, COVID bore it out. There's nothing worse for the players to play in a half empty stadium. No. That's not no. what they want either. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I can understand it. I just wish that they'd backed the tournament more and actually said, No, we know that women's football can sell out these big stadiums. We know we can go to the Stamford Bridge and sell it out. We know we can go to Old Trafford. Because mm-hmm. to me, like if you can if you can sell up Old Trafford, there's no reason why they couldn't have gone to Stamford Bridge. Yes. Or the yes. Emirate and yes. sold out there. And then, like I said, the more people that see the games live, especially for young girls, like yeah. obviously I'm a girl, when I was growing up, <laughs> that, there was no women's football to follow. No. You know, we didn't even have a proper structure of, of leagues. Mm. So this is ultimate time for girls in this country to actually get into football and to properly follow these women who should be role models, you know, they're going mm. out playing for their country and they've had some tough stories in the squad of how they've got there. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, hi to Jordan. Uh, welcome along. Thanks for, for bringing in. Mike, I didn't realise this, but apparently Lee Sports Village is a Man United women's home ground. So, yeah, I, I, in that case, I, I, I kind of get it, Mike. Um but, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people out there saying, oh, you know, it, it's no football. And, uh, you know, what am I going to do during the summer? I say, get along and watch these games. Because from what I've seen, like I say, on the on the telly, excuse me, uh, on the telly, there's, <laughs> there's some good football. Like you said before we came live, there may be a little bit of hair pulling, but there's certainly no going yeah. to the ground and doing 10 yeah. pirouettes and, uh, you know, if you're no, pretending it's a lot more honest. Great. In that sense, it's a lot more honest. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of people that say they don't want that in the men's game. Well, watch the women and, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. From what I've seen of, there's a couple of uh, male games where we've had a female referee. She's done a better mm-hmm. job than a lot of the male referees, I'll tell you in but credit to them. This is the thing, like, they want to keep the men and women's game separate, but the the men, the women's game hasn't been solely women since it started, there's yeah. always been men involved in the women's game, whether that's managers, coaches, you know, whatever it be. Mm. But the women aren't allowed to officiate a man's game. Well, why? The game's the same. The rules don't change from the women's game to the men's. It's like, 
I don't get I'll, it. I'll tell you something as well. And I'm just seeing pictures now live on Sky. Alexia Putelas, is it pronounced? I'm, you know, I'm like with names. Uh, Spanish yeah, player who's had to pull out of the women's Euros because she's injured. Um, she was hobbling there. So what she's done, I don't know. But yeah, she's out of the Euros altogether. So we wish her all the best. Um, I, like I say, I have seen a couple. I think we've gone past the one where, you know, they had the, there was all that fuss with Andy Gray and uh, what have you yeah. on the sky where he was having to go at the lines. But I think we've, we've gone past that now. But what I like was, A, they they, met, they called the right decisions and obviously that always helps. But yeah. <laughs> you didn't get all this arguing and the, and the referee, it was almost like the, the men were sort of like, like, well, what do we do? You know, it's like, yeah. it's like being told off by the missus at home, oh, I better do what I'm told then. You know? <laughs> yeah, and again, like, I hate that. That's one of my ultimate pet peeves in football is when you don't your team doesn't get a decision and then you'll just crown around the referee. Yes. And it's like I just wish they'd do what rugby do and say the only person I'm allowed to talk to the referee is your captain. Get well, away. Introduced that, didn't they? I'm not entirely sure, but I, I wish if they have introduced it, they would enforce it. And if they haven't introduced it, I wish they would do, but it's just like you're asking a human being yeah. to make a, a split decision at a split moment, yeah. then you can't expect him to make the right decision if he's under extra pressure from players who can't just handle that the decision hasn't gone for them, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, now Kane's in. Good evening. Um, how are you, Niall? Uh, Mike's looking forward to seeing the Dutch players, and James says. Uh, the female officials would easily officiate the men's game better than the men, which wouldn't be hard because all the male refs are shite. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think, I said, all I can say is, and I can only go on what I've seen, we've, we've, I'm sure it might have been even been a Leicester game in Europe, you know, and there was a there was a female referee, and I just thought, whatever the game was, I know she she had a great game and she was fair and, and you know, the men, you know, respected her. It's not that complicated that women can't get their heads around them. It's not, you know... It's not like hard. I think she got most of the offside rules right as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, she, I'm joking. Okay, that was a joke. Before I get loads of hate mail, that was a joke. That was a joke. Right, well, let's have a look. The tournament kicks off tomorrow. Um, the first game is the um, uh, home, well, it's, it's at Old Trafford, England versus Austria. And we are going to be doing a, a watch along for that. So um, we are I, I'm looking forward to it, I must admit. Um, so let's have a look through um, through the groups and the teams that have got there. First of all, like I say, please support Three Retro. If you do want any, not just Admiral, but uh, they do a lot of club teams, Chelsea, Man City, Leicester City, uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, all retro shirts and other gear as well. And also national teams. Like I say, I've got these England ones from them. Really good quality. Do give them a shout out, www.freeretro.com. Okay, so these are the groups. Um, there's some big names in there, and I, I'm, I find it hard. I'm not going to deny this. So when I was looking at this earlier and doing the graphics for it, I couldn't get out of my mind. When I looked at these teams, and I'm immediately thinking, well, they'll be good because the men's teams are. You know what yeah. I mean? And they're like, well, why is that team so far down the FIFA ranking? It obviously is completely different, but there are some. I mean, you've got the top teams. I mean, I think the I think the top team is the Brazilian women, if I'm not mistaken. Which uh, 
you know, obviously this is the Euros, but apart from that, all the big teams are there. Yeah, so you've not got the Brazilians, you've also not got the Americans who are mm. pretty good. You know, their record in World Cups is very, very good. So it might be, it might be the Americans I'm thinking of, yes, yeah. But obviously, we wouldn't have those two because they're not in Europe. Yeah. When it comes to the um, big European teams, they are obviously all here. You've got Germany, Spain, one or two in the rankings mm. in a group together. So it's going to be very hard for Denmark and Finland. Um, but anything can happen I do expect Germany to top that group when we get to it we'll talk a bit more about it but yeah yeah, there's some really good sides the Netherlands have got a really good side France are very good there's there's probably six or seven teams that going into this tournament realistically thinking they can win it I I would think so and we'll come on to that like you say when we go through the groups because uh, we'll we'll start with, with, with with well, I think let's have a look who we start. Who comes up first? Group A, obviously. Uh, Austria, England, Northern Ireland, and Norway. Let's start with England. Uh, it mm-hmm. seems a, a, a very good place to start. And I say hi to, to, to Nippon. Thanks for coming on. Um, and as Mike says, there Brazil, USA, and Canada are class. England. I really got a, an outside sneaky feeling that they could do well and even probably win it. I think they've got a good, really good chance. The squad is full of, obviously, great players, mix of mm. youth and experience. This was a bit of, um, again, controversy, for want of a better word. So, Stefan is central defender, and she has been England captain for the last probably six or seven years now. Absolutely yeah. solid. Plays for Man City. Arguably the best player England have. She got injured and has fought her way back to fitness, but hasn't been picked. She's not even in the squad. So there's a bit of woman and arm about that. But I still expect England to absolutely win all three of these games in this group. There is no reason why they shouldn't. Mm. Um, Ellen White up front, who is going to be the one that hopefully will score the goals to make that happen. She's, again, been tearing up the SWL for the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, And just really positive player. You know, tries to get about people. Kind of like a Jamie Vardy kind of player in many ways. Um. But yeah, and just, again, no reason they shouldn't win all three of these games. I'd be really surprised and really disappointed if they didn't top this group. Yeah, it, it is actually, it is America that is number one in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Is it that's me? I'm try, I must get out of this habit of thinking, Mayo. Brazil are actually below us. They are, they are ninth. Um, but the first game up is against the first team there, which is uh, Austria. Uh, mm-hmm. Austria, one of the, the lower teams there, but it, it, they're 21st in, in women's football um, mm-hmm. on, on the rankings. Um, and let's just let me just have a look at what um, Austria have been doing with themselves. Uh, they qualified as Group G runners-up, and they were the best runners-up in fairness to them. Their top scorer, Nicole Biller, with seven goals. And their best ever finish was the semi-finals, which was the last uh, of 2017, the last time it was played. Um, do, do you see them doing well? It's. I think it's really hard for Austria because then they're not obviously the high, one of the higher-ranked teams, but anything can happen. Yeah. I don't see them getting out of this group. I think it will be England, and I think it'll be. I think it'll be Norway. I think it will mm. go towards the rankings. 
yeah. Northern Ireland again, you know, really progressing as a, as a nation. Obviously, putting more money into um, women's football, which they don't have a lot of to start off with, which is their yeah. problem. Obviously, trying to get a kind of a a system where they can bring their players through. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do think England and uh, Norway will qualify from this group. There'll be some good games though. I think Austria on the day can give anyone a game, so England will have to be careful of it. Yeah. Um, and obviously Ireland, they're kind of just got freedom just to play. You know, if they mm. get beat, that's what's expected. If they win a game or two and they can qualify, that's amazing for them. We we said this yesterday when we were looking at the World Cup group with Dan. And sometimes when you've got a, a, a group where there's sort of a strong two teams, it mm-hmm. almost makes it easier for the other two because they're playing without any expectation. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, going into this tournament, they're going to think they can win it. They have to think like that. Any Every team has to think that they've got a chance of winning it. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I just hope... If England play as well as they can, they will win all three games. Mm. But we know, with England especially in tournament football, it doesn't always go that way. So, we'll have yes. to see. Um, it's an 8 o'clock kick-off tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. is it, I'm, not, I'm not sure what channel it is on. Um, I don't know if anybody knows that. Um, I think it's one of the, it's one of the um, main... Um, channels if you like um mike says northern ireland are are awful but we're going to do we're going to do predictions at the end but austria yeah. that was actually their first major tournament uh the 2017 uh yeah. euros and they only lost on penalties apparently in the semi-finals to denmark so yeah maybe we shouldn't necessarily write them off but like you say i don't think you can write anybody off like no. i say in tournament football You've just got to go out there and do it on the day. But if England play the way they can, they will win all three of these games. The trickiest yeah. one, obviously, is Norway. Who knows? Yes. Who knows what's going to happen? Can I just go back to England? Because yeah. I know um, we've got the current manager, obviously, in there now. Before that, it was Phil Neville. Um, mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah, well, and before that... I forget who it was again, but there's a there's an England runner that had been there for ages that was doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. And then she stepped down for whatever reason. Phil Neville was never really a success, was he? No. And I think the appointment was always kind of a weird one for me. Because mm. to me, if someone is coming from the men's side, they've got to have credentials. As far as I'm concerned, Phil didn't have any. No, no. So, do you know what I mean? There is enough men on the women's side. There is enough women on the women's side. Yes. To not have to go for Phil Neville. Hmm. Uh, I'm just checking here. It's on the BBC, apparently. Um, it doesn't say whether it's one or two. I'll have a look into that into more detail. Um, Northern Ireland. It'd be nice to see them go through. They're 47. Um, they are probably one of the um, sort of rank outsiders, if we're honest. Uh, they qualified yeah. as runners-up in Group C, and then they beat Ukraine in the playoff. Uh, top goal scorer for them is Rachel Furness. Uh, they've never... Obviously, this is the first... Quali- uh, first, not obviously, but it's the first tournament they've qualified for. Mm-hmm. Um and they were ranked 32 out of the 48 with before qualifying. 
and we've mm. actually gone down then since then. <laughs> um, yeah. oh, 47. But um, like you say, they've just got to go out and play without any a, any sort of fear, haven't, haven't they? If, if they don't qualify, exactly. nobody will be surprised. And if they do, it will be great. It'll be a great buzz for them. Yeah, and it's also like it, this being their first tournament. It's all experience, and it breeds mm. players wanting to be footballers. You know, little girls wanting to be footballers is a huge thing. Yeah. You know, and mums and dads do it all the time. They, you know, they assume that their daughters aren't going to go and have a career of some sort of, I don't know, lawyer or doctor, and they think the boys are going to be footballers. Well, now we don't have to think like that. All our kids can be footballers and can make a decent living out of playing football. And yeah. that's what, if, you know, Northern Ireland were to qualify, and even if they just win a game, to win their first game, that's going to just help people in Northern Ireland want to be footballers. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, and it's on BBC One uh, tomorrow. Um, so the BBC are backing it. Um, obviously, that will be up to, uh, you know, it will annoy a lot of EastEnders fans, but hey-ho. <laughs> <laughs> Every cloud has a silver lining, as they say. Um, but yeah, it's eight o'clock. BBC One starts at seven. Or join us from seven forty-five here and out, get a beer, get uh, cozied up, and um, we you, you, can, you can join in the banter. Um, Mike says, "In no offence, it is really like if San Marino qualified for the men's Euros. I guess a bit like Newport qualifying for the you know into the semi-finals of the FA Cup, Mike." Banter, Mike, you know that, you know that. Um, Norway. Now, these are probably going to be the ones that um, are our main competitors, I'm guessing, sort of in the group because of the, the ranking. Um, yeah. They are Group C winners. Um, they've won all six. They, <laughs> and they only conceded one goal and scored 34 in that. Uh, the cop scorer is... Well, the top scorer, according to uh, the Euro site, is Caroline Graham Hansen uh, with 10 goals. Past winners twice, 87 and 93. So they've got uh, a history there. And and the last one, they didn't get out of the group stage, unfortunately. Um, but, that you know, they, they have got that history in there. Down, you know, winners twice. Yeah. And when you've qualified like that you have to have belief in yourself don't you that that can only breed belief that you can go on and um succeed and, and to, yeah. to have a good tournament can they be strong enough to win it who knows like anything can happen and this is why predictions are so hard yes because anything can happen in a tournament you could get dodgy penalty anything can't it but yeah like i say if england to me should top that group well, I I think so. Um, Ryan, I'm going to say good evening to Ryan. How the devil are you? Thank you for coming and joining us. Uh, Mike, we know Newport beat Leicester in the FA Cup, and that is the highlight of Newport's career. <laughs> the, their history is the biggest thing they've ever achieved is to beat Leicester in the FA Cup. Um, it was supposed to be for an England flag at the end. <laughs> yeah, the flag, for some reason the flags don't work, uh, Ryan. I don't know why. But yeah, Mike says Norway should top the group. And only twice since 87 have Norway not reached at least the semis. Um, 1997 as co-host, actually, in 2017. But, I mean, I'm looking at 
like I said, I've been watching some of these games. England's played three friendlies. Um, and yes, I mean, you look at Norway once, you know, played six, won six, only conceded one goal, um, scoring 30 odd. I mean, it, it is really good. Um, we obviously qualified as hosts, so we haven't got a record. But in the friendlies, we've beat Belgium 3 0. I mean, Netherlands are the holders and therefore one of the favourites to, 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 to win it. We beat them 5 1. Um, and we beat Switzerland 4 0. That's not bad for. I mean, England men would be pleased with that going into the World Cup, wouldn't they? Yeah, and I just feel like there's momentum with England. I kind of don't want to get too involved in it because we've been heartbroken before and I'm sure we'll be yeah. heartbroken again by England at some point. Oh, I look at the squad and it's, it's, it's good. It's a really good squad. They're coming off the back of a good tournament in the last international tournament. They're strengthening. We've got a manager who really knows what she's doing. I just feel like this is the time where at least we can get to like the semis or the you know the final itself. Whether we go yeah. on to win it or not is always up for debate and how things go. But I really of believe course. in this England squad. Mm. I do. I mean, I'm, I I say I <laughs> I know I know it's only San Marino, but twenty nil versus San Marino, it's the same argument as the men, isn't it? You know, yeah. why do you play these games? Um, mm. Was that um, was that a, a, that, oh, that was a world, that was World Cup qualifying? Uh, Latvia, yeah. it was. Sorry, Latvia, uh, not Estonia. Latvia, we beat twenty nil. Um, I Harry Kane was usually playing in that game. Um, but uh, yeah, I just, and that's, I just, and that's why it's hard as well, Chris, because there is some teams that are not good. So mm. when you put yourself against them, 20 nil sounds amazing, but the, the standard you're playing against isn't particularly high. So mm. we have to keep some sort of level on it, but they still scored 20 goals. Yeah. They still took the game seriously. They were. Yeah. You know, you can only beat what's put in front of you. And it's like, they didn't stop at eight. They didn't stop at ten. They just kept going and going and going. You know, they could have stopped at, I don't know, ten. And that would still have been an amazing result. You know, in in an international game, you can only beat what's in front of you. And like I said, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves on it because there is... No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, Mike says just a sidetrack that they were in Europe, Newport. Uh, Nippon says when was that? And I think uh, the Second World War was thirty-nine to forty-five. Nippon, so I think that's probably <laughs> when Newport were in it. Um, Ryan's going to the game tomorrow. Enjoy it, sir. Enjoy it. Um, you have to, yeah. What, message me on Twitter. Send us the, and I'll send you the link for the show, and you can come on at half time and full time and give us the rundown of how it went. Um, that would be great. Um, Ryan says, I think we're not, I think we have to not get carried away. I do believe in our team and we've got so much talent. Let's hope we can really help the ladies by making lots of noise in the stadium. Agreed. Yeah. It, it, it always helps. Obviously, it always helps. Uh, yeah. James keeps saying, keep hitting the likes and subscribe. Thank you very much. And Ryan, Ryan says, yes, you'll do that. So thank you, Ryan. That would be good. Uh, to to have somebody on the ground there. Thank you. Um, yeah, like I said, I just watched them against um, Netherlands. Knowing how, how good Netherlands were, of course, I think Netherlands went one nil up. But then you know the five one was good. And like you said, you know, I can remember being at Southampton for the Leicester game. Where we beat them nine nil. 
and at half time, I said, second half will be boring, Sean. We, we, yeah. I think we were 5 0, weren't we? 5 0 up at half time. I said, that's yeah. it. You know, they'll just sit back now. Never. And of course, we carried on and we went for the jugular, and it was good. Like you say, you know, England could have stopped at any point and they didn't, you know. Um, as Jane said there, uh, 100% behind the positive atmosphere can really encourage them. So that, that's our group. And we'll say we'll come on to the, the actual who's going to go through, though. I think we know who it is. Um, hopefully, uh, next. This is group B. So in there, we've got the aforementioned. I mean, this looks a really tough group, to be honest with you. Denmark, yeah. um, Finland, Germany, and Spain. I suppose, if anything, you know, it's almost the proverbial group of death. Um, Denmark at 15, but you got uh, Germany and Spain both in the top 10 ranking. Finland, possibly the ones that uh, maybe um, get in the wooden spoon there. But let's yeah. let's start let's start with Denmark. Um, well, do, do, do. let me just get to Denmark. Um, why have they got them a different order here? I do not know. They came through as group winners. Um, played ten, won nine, drew one. Again, only conceded one goal. And they scored 48. Uh, their top um, goal scorer was Nadim with nine. Nadia Nadim. And they got um, runners-up. So that was their best performance at the last Euros. They came runners-up, as we saw. Yeah. In, they knocked out um, Norway in the, in, in the semis. So 15th, but they've got to be kept an eye on, haven't they? Indeed, yeah. Again, Denmark are... You know, they're ranked 15th. It's not in, you know, two bad digits. I don't think they're getting out of this group. I think this group will, again, go to rankings. Germany are the top European nation, according to UEFA. So they've got, obviously, an amazing side. Spain, again, a bit hit and miss. But I would expect them to go through. I'd expect it to go through rankings. The Denmark Finland game would be a should be an absolute cracker because they don't particularly like each other. Right. So that should be a, a little um, tasty game to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the winner of that will end up third, and then whoever yeah. loses it will end up. I mean, talking talking of Finland, and I always like to see like the. Um, I suppose it's being a Leicester fan, but I always do like to see the the underdogs. Cause an upset, yeah. you know, even yeah, if the, sure. the men's. Oh, yeah, I, I, love, you know. I love nothing more if England beat Germany, but I don't see it happening. No, but you've I got well, it, Finland, <laughs> Finland played eight, they qualified as Group E winners up. Uh, sorry, Group E winners up. What am I saying? <laughs> My teeth that are going wrong now. Group E winners, uh, playing eight, one, seven, drawn one, 24 scored, two conceded. Uh, they didn't qualify for the last ones, but they did actually get to some semi-finals uh, in 2005 um, in their first major appearance by the male or female. But like you say, I think they kind of are really sort of there to make the numbers up, aren't they? Yeah, especially in this group. This group is not the one you wanted to be in, really, with Germany and Spain. Mm. Anything can happen on the day. I, I don't want to rule out any team too much because anything can happen on the day. It's football. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't see. I, I I see Finland finishing bottom of this group. Yes, um, indeed, indeed, I do as well. Uh, Melina, welcome along. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, I I'm actually trying to get a um, 
Arsenal fan to come on and talk to me about Tillemans. Um, Lee, somebody from AFTV, trying to get him on. He's talking to me about it. Um, yeah, Ryan, at the end when we do the predictions, you'll be you'll, you'll be able to see where we come and who, who we will play, etc. On that, it's it, it is sorted out. Um, then you've got um, Germany. Uh, Group B winners played ten, one nine, drew one. 48, uh, all these teams are, are, are smacking the goals in. Um, 48 4 1 against. Oh, no, that's no, that's uh, that's Denmark. What am I doing? <laughs> uh, I've already done them. Um, I was looking for Germany, wasn't I? Yeah, here we go. Group I winners played 8 1 8. Four, well, again, 46 4 1 against. Six goals from the top scorer, Buell. Uh, they've won it eight times. Wow. Uh, 89, 91, 95, 97, 2001, 5, 9 and 13. Um, last time out in the quarterfinals in 2017, we might well pack up and go home, mightn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Again, just very strong um, on both sides of the game, aren't they? But, yeah. Again, just German efficiency is something that is cannot just be denied. Like... The record they have, they're going to want to keep that record up. They, you know, anything but not winning this tournament would be a absolute disaster for Germany because they are the highest ranked European team. They they feel they should win this tournament, and on rankings, they should. But again, it doesn't happen on rankings, does it? So no, they've got to go out and win the games, but they've got the talent to do that as well. So indeed, indeed, and then we're going to get to Spain. Um, they were Group D winners, uh, played 8-1-7, drew 1, 48 goals for, one conceded. What is it? I mean, has everybody got really sort of bad teams in the group? Uh, Jennifer yeah. Hermoso, top score with 10. Semi-finals was the best, quarter-finals last time. It, it's going to be, it is almost like you say, group of death, isn't it? Yeah, like I say, I don't I don't see anything other than Germany and Spain going through, in which order I'm I gotta say Germany are gonna to top it, but again, you never know. All it takes is one result for Denmark or Finland and it's gonna change everything. But yeah, I don't think they've got the squads to compete with Germany and Spain. No, not at all. And talking about World Cups, just to sort of sidetrack for a minute, just to confirm, oh and we've got Rich in as well. Um from Rich Sports, a big Man United fan. Uh, he says he's got no idea who's winning this. But I'll tell you something, we're going to be asking who's going to be winning the World Cup next Wednesday, the 13th at 7 o'clock. I have got Rodrigo Giggs, sorry, Rodrigo Giggs coming on the channel and he's going to be talking Salford, Manchester United and Wales in the World Cup. So Rodrigo Giggs next Wednesday at 7pm. He's literally just confirmed it now. That was my phone pinging earlier. So looking forward to getting him on and uh, chatting to him about everything apart from the obvious. Um, then we go on to Group C. Uh, Netherlands, Portugal, Sweden and Switzerland. Um, looking at this, I mean, Netherlands are the holders, the fourth, Sweden... Second, so again, are we looking at those two being the top two? Again, yes. You, you've got to look at it as the Netherlands and Sweden going through in one way or the other. And it, it's so difficult because these teams that are in these groups with the, the best sides 
got nothing to lose. Like, it's not the group you would want to be in. But at the same time, just go out and play. That's all you can do. That's all you can do against these teams and hope for a result. Um, I don't see them getting enough to get out of the group, but there could be an upset somewhere along the line. Um, yes. We'll just have to see. Well, Netherlands, like we say, they are fourth. Um, so not fourth. They are ranked fourth uh, in the world. They are the holders. Uh mm-hmm. Played 10, won 10, can you believe, scored 48. <laughs> the top scorer, Sharida Spitze, I think it's been out uh, with 10. Uh, they won it last time out in 2017. That was their best, obviously, uh, appearance. The Dutch have never contested a major final until 2017 when they triumphed on home soil and subsequently they were runners-up to the United States at the 2019 Winners World Cup both under Wiegman, uh, who's now been replaced by Mark Parsons. So a a, a tough one, that. Um, are they yeah. going to retain it? I want to say no. I don't think they will. Mm. Um, I think... Oh, I don't know who's going to win. I really think England have got a genuine chance, mm. but they're going to come up against Germany, I believe, at some point. Does that would that be quarter? Well, obviously, it depends on where they both finish in their groups, doesn't it? But yeah, I think it's going to be really tough for whoever wins it. But I see, I think, I think Germany are going to win it. Yeah, that's my prediction. Right. Well, uh, Portugal, um, they were Group E runners up. Played eight, won six, drawn one, lost one. Uh, and the qualified beat in the playoff versus Russia. Uh, I think Russia won, but obviously with everything that's gone on, they've been booted out, so Portugal have got their place. Um, they only scored 10. Right. <laughs> There's not in like, you know, scoring for fun, so 10 goals. I, I mean, again, we've seen it with Greece in the Euros. We saw it, I think, one season... Um, with somebody in the World Cup, where they're not expected to do well. They're, they're brought in at the last minute because of, like with Greece, it was, you know, Yugoslavia, I think, and the yeah. war that was going on there. Absolutely no pressure on them whatsoever. Certainly with the with the um, Greek one, they had to get the players back off uh, the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, remember Theo Zakarakis? I do. Yeah, he was, he was part of that squad. Um, he was captain, wasn't he? He might well have been. Yes, he might well. Have. I liked him. I was so pleased when uh, when we when he signed for us. He actually wanted it um, to come to us, which was always nice to see. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so I mean, in a way, Portugal could surprise everybody and yeah. just go again. You know, just cruise well, through. Unlikely, well, it could happen. Yeah, unlikely, but it, it could. Anything could happen, and. That's why we love tournament football, isn't it? It's why we yeah. love the FA Cup. It's why we love the World Cup. It's like why we love the Euros. No different on the women's side to the men's that, you know, things can't happen. But you wouldn't you wouldn't bet on it. No, no. Um, and then we are looking at Sweden. Um, they qualified as Group F winners. Um, playing eight, winning seven and drawing one. Four, we're back to it. 40 goals scored. And Avingard was the biggest scorer with five. They won it in 1984, and they got through to the quarterfinals last time out. An outside bet, do you think? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, uh, very much so. Um, again, a good history. They won the tournament before. Got a high ranking. There's no reason to to say that they wouldn't. You know mm. that there isn't a chance that they can't win it. None, none of these teams I feel are like so far out that they've got no chance whatsoever. No, no. Um, but again, you wouldn't back. You wouldn't back against Sweden. No, no, no. I mean, you know, second in the world, you know, <laughs> got to be taken seriously. You know. Um, Switzerland here, I mean, higher than Portugal. Um, they Group H runners-up, playing eight, winning six, drawn one, lost one, 20 goals. A mere 20 goals. Switzerland, what were you doing? Come on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Only scoring 20 and letting six in. I mean, honestly, you, you're, you're rubbish. You're rubbish. Um, <laughs> but as runners-up, they had a playoff against the Czech Republic, which they won on penalties. I'm not even going to attempt to announce the uh, top scorer for Switzerland. It's Anna-Marie... And I'm sure she's a lovely lady, but uh, yeah. So, <laughs> <where am I? laughs> no, no, I'm not even attempting that. Uh, and the best really is the group stage. Um, they won the first penalty shootout anyway for women's Euro playoff to qualify for the second time. But they are serial, well, say twice, serial group stage leavers. And, I, and, I, and I'm probably going to say we're probably looking at the same here, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, it's really difficult because um, I don't want this to sound like this tournament doesn't start till the quarterfinals. Mm. No, that everything's set in stone because it's not. It's never the case. There is always upsets. But, I would, again, wouldn't expect them to, to qualify out of this group. No. But they could always do us a favour and not one of either Sweden or Netherlands out of it. That would be nice. That would be. I mean, we we said like Netherlands have just played us. Um, I don't know if you saw it at all. But were you surprised by the result? No, because I don't. Friendlies are always a bit. What's the word? I think the underdog team, which would have been England, play better, mm. and the Netherlands, being the better team, may not have put as much effort into it. Um, players are obviously not wanting to get injured this near to the tournament, but that goes for both sides. Yeah. So I think it is difficult to kind of judge it on a friendly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a great result and it's gonna, got to give England confidence, but I don't think it will bother the Netherlands that they didn't win that game. No, no. Um, yeah, and now I think we've got to again think we all went a bit mad at England. And they were awful, let's face it, in the Nations Leagues. But, you know, it, it, if we win, you know, the World Cup, that'll all be forgotten, won't it? You know, yeah, gotta, gotta and, think and that's the thing, league. isn't it? Germany do it all the time. They don't always have the best qualification. Yeah. But when it comes to the tournament, you, you can't back against them. So, yeah. No, not not at all. Um, and they do like, some teams do like starting slowly and, and building up. Mm -hmm. And Germany seems to be experts are doing that yeah, um D, we've got belgium france iceland and italy um <laughs> oh please don't let us draw iceland again <laughs> <laughs> uh, now this to be honest with you is when i looked at it if and we can only go on world rankings but if you look at the world rankings this is probably um france will probably go yeah, just book us into the next round book the hotel now um you know, they're, they're third, but the other ones are Italy 14th, Iceland 17th, and Belgium 19th world ranking. 
Um, you've got to look at that and go, just, just go through France. Yeah, again, anything can happen in that Belgium-France game will obviously be, again, a good one. Yeah. Uh, Neighbours. But I would expect France easily to top this group. But Belgium are going to want to beat them. Yeah. They're going to be the sitting ducks for those three other teams. And those other teams, the result against France isn't the one that's going to matter, essentially. It's the t- it's the results between the three that are left that are going yeah. to matter. The most who finishes in that probably second spot. Uh, second, um, I think spot. they're playing for second, aren't they? You know. Yeah, a little bit. But again, it's a free hit then, isn't it? That France game is a free hit. Just go and play. Yeah. Try and just relax and play the best you can. And quite often, you know, like we said earlier, <laughs> when there's no pressure on you, then that's when you do well, you know. Yeah. Especially and, if France have had a cock up somewhere along the road. Again, I see I, France, I think, I would bet on France qualifying Yes. For, from this group, whether that's the second place or first, because I don't think they're going to lose two games. Yes, yeah. I think well, they're France probably... probably win all three to be honest but yeah well they went through as group g winners um playing eight and winning seven drawing one 44 goals scored obviously <laughs> we know it's gonna be high again the top scorer eugene le sommer at seven uh who i think might just said then uh is one to watch uh um James says France to go through without a doubt. The best and uh, also their last uh, appearances, the quarterfinals. Uh, since an 18 women's Euro was introduced in 97, France have gone out in the last eight every time. Um, and then after the tournament expansion to the first 12 and then 16 teams, quarterfinals, 9, 13 and 17. Um, Italy uh, qualified as Group B runners-up, uh, played 10, won 8, and drew one, lost one, scoring 37. Their top scorer is Girelli with eight. Uh, Runners-up in 93 97, group stage uh, in 17. Uh, Belgium were winners of group H, playing eight, scoring 37, uh, winning seven of them and drawing one. Uh, Team de Cagney uh, with 12 is their top scorer, but they've never done any better than the group stage, including the last time out. And then Iceland... Uh, group F runners-up, and they were actually, in fairness to Iceland, they were the best runners-up, and they went through as the best runners-up. They played eight, won six, drew one, lost one. Um, they only got 25 goals. Again, Iceland, what are you doing? You shouldn't be here. Um, Ellen Meta-Jensen with six was the highest score. Quarterfinals was their best ever, um, uh, and they got to the group stage last time out. So... Um, and when they qualified in 2009, it was the first time that uh, any Icelandic national team had qualified for a tournament. What a shame it wasn't the last one. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and Ryan says here, a big shout out. Did anyone watch Inside the Pride documentary on the Lionesses YouTube? It was brilliant. I'll give that a watch later, Ryan. I will give that a watch, actually. Uh, especially with the, uh, the show we've got coming up on Friday. Uh, so, um, yep, that is, that is it. So, Lou, it's time for you to put your neck on the block. Um, I'm not going to say that, you know, you'll be reminded of this, but, uh, I will be photocopying <laughs> this. 
so you've got <laughs> it's downhill really but uh yeah. so we'll go back to uh group a and um who do you see uh do you see we do say england didn't we really on this yes i think it, I, I it's so difficult because norway are strong but i really yeah. think england are going to top that group and then, of course, I think we, we, you from from what you've just said, then Norway, Norway yeah. second, yeah, yeah, um, third and fourth. I mean, it doesn't really matter. But who who do you think will be third? Austria, I would be guessing. Yeah, I think Northern yeah. Ireland finish bottom. Northern Ireland bottom. Although it would be nice to see Northern Ireland, obviously. Uh, I hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope I hope they finish second and qualify with us. But yes, yeah, that's how yeah, I see it going. Can see that so group b uh which we said was probably the the, the group of death here um mm -hmm. who do you see in group b topping it i, I think know. You can't <laughs> <be> <laughs> i'm not even going to say anything <laughs> i don't ever want to back the germans but i feel like that is the right thing to do right. i think that's yeah if this is going to come back and haunt me, then I need to pick on my head, not my heart. No, no, go with, go with your head. Go with your head. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go with my head. Go with your head. And then Spain, Denmark and Finland. I think it, that's how it'll be. So, yeah, so Germany top, Spain yeah. second, Denmark yeah. and Finland. Okay. Yeah. Uh, group C. <sighs> this one's really, really tough as well. Hmm. Do you know what? I'm going to go Sweden. Top. Yeah. Netherlands. I that, you know, I mean, looking at form, they are the better ones. But like I say, Netherlands are the holders. Um, I would imagine you've got Netherlands going through in second. Yes. Yeah. My um, theory on that is that teams don't tend to win back-to-back -back tournaments. No, that is true. So, Unless I mean, they're still going to go through. Yeah, wow. Well, <laughs> you know. There's less um, about that one. Portugal or Switzerland? Um, I'd love to I'm see Portugal for... bottom. I know it's the women, but I'm... I still would love to see Portugal bottom. I'm actually going to go for Portugal third. Let's have okay. an upset. Yeah, no, no, there have we go. Portugal there. third and Switzerland. Uh, for... They should really have an extra space where the, the, the best uh, third place goes through, shouldn't they? Just to add some yeah. excitement to it. Yeah, indeed. And then Group D, um, I think I know where you're going with the first yeah, one. Yeah, France, I think, are going to top. Well, we're pretty sure France is going yes. to top this group. Yeah. But then... Yes, I'm going to say that I wouldn't like to be you now, then. <laughs> I'm going to go... Italy. You're going to go Italy to go through. Okay. Yeah. Um, then Iceland. No, Belgium, Iceland. Belgium and Iceland. Good. Let's get our own back that, on Iceland. Out of all of the groups, that's the one I'm least confident on. It is. I mean, I've been honest with really you. I, yeah, I, I, must admit, I do agree. I think that France, I've got to say, on form, on paper, they're going to walk it. But it could yeah. be any one of the next three that go through. You know, like you say, it all depends if any of them actually manage to get anything off France, really, yeah. you know, and that could that could be the difference. Because, um, you know, you can see France winning at least 
you think two of them, and maybe a third one is maybe where they get a draw and drop a point. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if they win two and they're already qualified, they could make changes in that third game. Yes. And then, yeah. you know, lose it because they made the changes. But even France's second string, I would expect to beat those three teams, if I'm honest. Yeah. Ryan says nice selections. Um, no. Mike's gone uh, Norway, England, Austria, Northern Ireland. Um, that's only because he's Welsh. Gee, gee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's probably going to be right. I mean, it, it would not surprise me if Norway topped that group, but I have to back England. I have to. I can't. Got, yes, yeah. I mean, I you, it, you can never rely on England to do anything, can you? No. Um, then he went to Germany, Spain, Denmark, Finland. Uh, so I think was agreeing with you. Um, yeah. And then Sweden, Holland, Portugal, Switzerland. Um, I think, was that agreeing with you as well? Yeah. But yes, it was. And then they said France, Italy, Belgium, Iceland, um, which, um, yeah, again, agreed with you. He's learning, Mike, never argue with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> you can argue, you can always be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Now, if you if this is correct, if this is how it ends up, uh, Louise, um, I'll be. If I get all those places right, I will be incredibly surprised. <laughs> surprised if I get them all right. But this is how it will pan out. Um, England would face Spain. God, the Germans! Look at all those stars. I hate them. The Germans <laughs> will take on Norway. Sweden will take on Sweden, or Scandinavian then. Sweden will take on Italy, and France will take on the Netherlands. Um, I don't know how we... Oh, yeah, ah, we can choose the winners like this. Shall we let's just do the whole tournament, shall we? Let's have a bit of fun. Okay. Let's have a bit of fun. Um, England versus Spain. Um, oh, mm, <laughs> yes. Oh, FIFA, I mean, it's a tough one, that. FIFA ranked number seven. I have to believe. If, if I'm telling other people to believe, I've got to believe myself. I'm back in yeah. England. They're going for, for England. Okay. Mm -hmm. Germany, Norway. Germany fifth, like we said. Uh, Norway. That would um, be a cracking game if it happens. Yeah. Again, yeah. oh, can, can I just not back Germany, like? Can I really say that Norway are going to beat Germany? I have a sneaky feeling they will. It's a game of football and anything can happen, can't it? But... It is, yeah. That's the game of the quarterfinals, isn't it, really? If if it ends up the way I've said it's going to end up, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yes, This is course. only... Yeah. <laughs> this is not <laughs> yes. set in stone by any, any stretch, but... You know what? <sighs> I have to back Germany. You're going for Germany? Well, yeah. I, I, I would have gone Norway. I've got to be honest with you. I've just got a funny, sneaky feeling for Norway. But, but there we go. So that's going to be Germany through, which mm -hmm. could be, I think, I don't know, but I think might be setting <laughs> up a good semi. Um, Sweden, Italy. I'd have to back Sweden. I'm going to say, I think I, yeah, I, 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 I don't uh, disagree with you there. Um, they, they look like they should be too strong. 
And then mm -hmm. France uh, third against the Netherlands. With a, well, this could be a cracking one as well if it happens. Why have I made this so hard for myself? Because <laughs> you didn't know you got this round coming no, up. No, I didn't know we were going down this far. Um, <laughs> I have to say France. Yeah, for France. Well, so knocking the holders out. Mm -hmm. So that means... The, oh, no. Oh, I thought we were going to get Germany oh. in the semi-finals, but we are going <laughs> to get Sweden. Yeah, you have made okay. it hard for us, haven't you? <laughs> I mean, the, the men's world cup <laughs> is hard because we could end up playing Holland if Adrenaline <laughs> you know, groups finish there, but you're just making this doubly hard. I don't know. Can, can they get to the final against Sweden? Could they do that? Yes, they could do that. Will they do that if this happens? Oh, why have I done this to myself? I have to back England. I have to back England. I mean, we've got home advantage, have haven't we? We have got home advantage. I have to back them. Yeah. Um, so you're going for England and Sweden. What did we, what did we say there? Um, the form was like they never got past. Oh no, they won it in '84, but that was ages ago. That was a different generation, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I was um, bored. Yeah, they only got. Oh, thank you. <laughs> 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 I'll get me a pension now. Um, they only got oh, to the quarterfinals last time, so you've got them going one better. Mm. Um, now Germany, France, and to be honest with you, I haven't got a, a horse in this race because I hate them both as countries. <laughs> 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 Brexit was I, the best thing we ever I'm did. gonna go France. I'm gonna go France. France, okay. Yeah. Um so you're gonna go Never France. Back against Germans. What am I doing? Oh, you sure? So there we go. The final at Wembley, if you are correct, is England versus France. God, do go with my head or my heart. What do I do? Go with my heart. I'm going to go England. Yeah, France. I mean, France. Um, let's have a look. That's Iceland. Of course. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not be good. I'm looking at Iceland. But uh, again, not got past the quarterfinals. Um, Neither have we, though, have we? I don't know. Well, actually, does it take <laughs> to England? Uh, to be honest, if I get this right and this is the final, I would be very happy. Because yes, if yes. England get to the final, I'll be ecstatically happy for them. We have not got to a final before. Yes, we have. 1984 and 2009, we were runners-up. And in the last one under, under Philip, we were semi-finalists. There we go, then. We've only got to go one better. Yeah. So there we go. 32% of players also predicted England to win. Wow. So it was it, not, not even as tight as Brexit there, Louise. 32% is not very high. People obviously <laughs> don't, don't agree with me. 32% yeah, did it in the pub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Mike said before, if he's wrong, he's going to blame you. Um, <laughs> he's gone England to beat Spain, Germany to beat Norway, Sweden to beat Italy, and Holland. Oh, that's a good game. Two, three, Holland to beat France. Um, and then England will lose to Sweden, 
and Germany will beat Holland. So he's gone completely to the you absolute Welshman, Mike. It's the only reason. <laughs> and then, and the thing then, is, he could be right. He could quite easily be right, and that's why this tournament is going to be so good. Because when we get past that group stage, I mean, there's a few groups that are kind of interesting for who finishes either in that second place. But after yeah. we get past that group stage, it's all going to be fire from there. From that yeah. quarterfinal onwards, it's going to be every game is going to be well worth yeah. the watch. Um, some English, same English every year here, Chris. We're going to win for he's to lose at quarterfinals. Only banter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is. It is just banter. But enjoy, enjoy your. Least, you know, at least we get to the tournament. Well, I was going to say yes. Oh. We don't have to wait fifty-eight years, <laughs> do we? It's fifty-eight years until we win it, but it's, yeah. we're, not, we're not fifty-eight years until we have to wait to get in the final. Again, banter, Mike. Banter. Uh, <laughs> Ryan says, "Ooh, I would love that final with France," and he agrees with you. He'd he'd back England as well. So. Um, there we go. Louise, thank you very much. Um, You're welcome. Let, let, let me get rid of all those lines. Uh, I should always do that first. I, mean, I always forget. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> uh, um, big up, Chris. Um, F it. We're winning it. <laughs> it's coming home. <laughs> well, if it's not coming home, they can't even leave it with the neighbours, can they? <laughs> They've got no neighbours in there, Scotland and Wales. Um You'll see your qualifying groups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Anthony, um, Lee, what's it called? Lee Judges. What's he like? I've invited him on the show. He might be coming on the show to talk Tielemans to Arsenal. So there you go. Um, James says, not impossible, but we'll see what happens. Looking forward to the tournament tomorrow. Indeed. Look forward to coming on, James, and everybody to see me and Lou. Hopefully, Cheering on an England win with our watch along. Yep. It could, it could, and it's on BBC One. So hopefully we won't be too far apart with the older timing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, Ryan said, great stream. Thank you very much, young man. Louise, thank you so much for that. You seem to feel better. I know you're not been so well, so I hope you are feeling I'm better. I'm just really, when I'm pinching my nose, I'm sneezing, guys. I'm just a bit, mm. I've not got uh, COVID in there. I'm just bunged up. You can't you can't transmit that over the screen, can you? I think. No, I did do a test though because I was I was feeling really rough and I was worried I had, but I haven't. So. To be honest with you, it's going up again, so I don't blame you. Testing, yeah. Actually, you know. Yeah, um, and one of my friends had it, and I was with her before she uh, knew she'd got it, so that's what was extra worry. But like yeah. I said, I did two tests and they both came back negative, so yeah, so good. Uh, Mike says Lee judges best of a shit channel <laughs> AFTV. Yeah, see him on stream, being on Stephen's stream too. Nice guy. He seems to be. He seems to be. Um, yeah, I will see you tomorrow at quarter to eight, Louise. Thank you very much for yep. that. And I'm just going to go out now and put a tenner on your on your prediction. Oh, so you better be perfect. <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, yeah. no, thank you very much. I'll see you tomorrow, quarter to eight. All right. Bye then. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, thanks very much to Louise there. Yeah, everybody, if you do put a tenor on based on her predictions, no responsibility. No responsibility. And remember, if you do have a gamble, stop. Stop when uh when the fun stops, stop. That's what I'm trying to say.
Um, Ryan says, uh, I like your retro England shirt, Chris. Thank you very much, Ryan. Um, James, cheers, Chris and Louise. Um, uh, yeah, if you do like if you do like this shirt, then I'll tell you where you can get them from. And they are not bad prices either. Let me tell you that. Three Retro, they are sponsoring our women's Euros coverage. So 3retro.com um, is your one-stop retro shirts and vin vintage football clothing store online. And they will ship worldwide. So that's yes, that's even to Wales, Mike. Um, <laughs> they do do national teams and they do Leicester's one of the teams that they do. Um, I think they do Man City as well, quite a few of the big teams. Um, and I thank you for joining us. Um, please support our, our, our sponsors, they're all listed below. Uh, if you forget where they are on YouTube, thank you very much for watching. And if you've been listening, thank you very much for lending me your ears. We really do appreciate you giving the time up to hear us natter on about football. And don't forget, we've got so much coming up. Next show is tomorrow at quarter to eight. Uh, let's just see a couple more comments coming in. Uh, Man City retro shirt, that will be last season's. Uh, how much for the trophy? You couldn't afford it, mate. You could not afford it, Anthony. I mean, I'm saying you, I'm losing the Arsenal, you know. But by the time, by the time you get to win it, it will be given to somebody because they've won it so often. Um, great show, says Mike. Thank you very much. And don't forget, as well as say, quarter to eight tomorrow for the watch along England versus Austria. I am really, really looking forward to this tournament. And next Wednesday, seven o'clock, hopefully, Rodri Giggs. Rodri Giggs is coming on the channel. Um, talking Salford, Man United and Wales in the World Cup, but not talking about the obvious. Guys, thank you so much. I'm going to go now and um, and have a drink because I am losing my voice slowly here. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. And do whatever you do, please take care. And as I always say, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Thanks so much. Good night. See you tomorrow. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Network. 
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.